do you want to play a game? <laughs> Tell me this didn't give you jigsaw freaking vibes right here with this little guy. Holy shiza. He's creepy. He's creepy. creepy. Very creepy. Very, very, very very creepy. What's happening, guys? Welcome to DC Fanimated Stream. I am Dave the Film Junkie. With me as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. How's it going, sir? (laughs) You took all my fun. It's like, oh my God. I was like, where does he get all this wonderful (laughs) toys? That's a good one, too. Yes, guys. We're talking about the Toy Man, and I forgot how creepy this freaking character is. Holy. I've never forgotten how creepy this guy is. Oh, no. Yes, we are talking fun and games when it comes to Superman animated series. And uh, yeah, I mean, well, we'll get right into it. But my God, I mean, yeah, this, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, this is a character that's been around. I mean, I'm sure you have some kind of backstory. Do you have some kind of backstory when it comes to Action Comics number 64, I think? Um, It's funny, though, because this guy, this is one of the many Superman villains that the creators of the show talked about how... You know, if you look back at a lot of Superman's rogued gallery, especially at the beginning, uh, they were all like guys in suits. Like, you know, yeah. he did, you know, so I mean, even even Toy Man was just a guy in a really outlandishly plaid jacket, basically. And they did what they love to do, which is they wanted to give these villains these psychologically deep backstories, just like they've been doing the entire time with Batman, the animated series. So, I mean, uh, we'll get to it when we talk about the episode, but just look at how much time is spent in the middle of the episode, giving us toy man's backstory. Oh, and it's in a very creative way too. Oh, it's oh, We're going to talk about that. Yeah. But, but it's sympathetic in a way because you, you get this psychological underpinning. I mean, he's not just a villain with a gag. They make him, psychologically damaged mm-hmm. and with a semi-sympathetic backstory except for the fact that now he's cuckoo for coca puffs <laughs> and then the inspiration for the design of toy man did come from uh a marionette puppet oh nice makes sense oh yeah it makes it makes a lot of sense when once you like see i just just remember this this guy just like oh this guy is just creepiest yeah just, i know it was funny too because when i was making the thumbnail i was like well the title when you see the title you don't really see much when you see the title and then when i was looking at google i was like i'm gonna choose this one which you see behind us where he's hope where he's holding up his dopey dough or whatever the heck so i was like yeah we'll use that one instead because it just looks i mean it reminds me of night of the living dummy from goosebumps oh and yes slappy, good slappy. Old slappy. oh yeah that guy's creepy. Um, but uh, you're pixelating, so you're gonna have to jump back in. <laughs> gotcha. Been a been a bit. He's got new lighting though. Yeah. But that uh, I don't know. But all, all of a sudden, yeah, we were just talking about how like uh, he's got some fresh new lighting when it comes to. It. But then of course, what happens? This you know, Streamyard is like, nope. Just because you got new lighting, I actually I'm wondering if I'm a little too dark. Am I too dark? I'm going to change this up one. I think I'm a little too dark. There we go. We'll brighten up the ISO right there. Anyways, welcome back. All right, you're good. I was just talking about your lighting. And, well, yeah, uh, you were dark and gritty. Yeah, I, I upped uh, the ISO on my thing right here because I always just use the screens, but it seemed like it was darker than usual. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, it was giving me kind of like Nightmare of the Living Dummy vibes right there. If you're a Goosebumps fan, you know exactly what you're talking about. But yes, we are talking fun and games. We are now... 
getting into it where now we just have adventures with Superman. We've established the origin story with the last son of Krypton, which was fun to talk about and fun to go over. And now we're diving into the thick of it. And here we go right here when it comes to the toy man. And uh, what's his name? Winslow Scott, right? That's what shot. Shot. There you go. That's Winslow, right. and, te- and technically, as we go into his backstory, it's Winslow Shot Jr. Yes, because we do talk about his his dad. I know I was actually I looked it up in the, the DC like like fan base thing that they have, and I was seeing some of the iterations on it. And I'm like, wow, this guy has been like all over, even like live action and all kinds of Oh yeah, it's because uh, Supergirl he was a he was a major supporting character on the Supergirl TV show. Yeah. And then different iterations of Toy Man, um, like the the fourth iteration of Toy Man was actually a hero. And mm. I got introduced to him because of uh, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. Mm. Yeah. And then and there's been different names like Toy Maker. That's been like a name that's been there, too. I, I was reading about and stuff. But but yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> when he first shows up. I mean, obviously, when the episode starts, we get a cool little chase sequence, you know, armored truck. You got to love that, you know, machine guns, cops chasing them. We got all that. And then, of course, um, that the chase sequence all happens. And then there's like a smoke bomb. There's a crash. There's all kinds of stuff. And then, of course, here comes Superman. We hear that lovely theme music. And then, uh, of course, he gets there a little late. He's not there like just to take on these guys right 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 in the streets or whatever did you but... notice that he lands on the landing and kind of like okay. i was i got a batman vibes from that i got okay. that again this is <laughs> this is what we i wrote the same thing the fact that he just he doesn't like come down and just like or he's not floating around yeah he goes he lands on a ledge high up and he's just kind of standing there kind of perched not not like not like batman like perched down but he's kind of in a batman-esque style and i thought the exact same thing but I did love it because like, you hear the cops say, we lost them at 3rd and Schuster. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I caught that too. Uh, caught that nice little Easter egg right there. Uh, you know, it's a, I'm, not, I'm not sure how much Marvel does it, but DC really does have a great tradition of streets and locations. They always name them. You know, we talked about, you know, you know, in, in Batman and the there was always like the corner of Adams and O'Neill, you yeah. know, and, and there's always stuff like that. So, I don't know how other people feel about that, but I love the fact that, you know, you've got like Robinson Park, you know, and like, and you've got all these Kane County and like, and they always named them after different creators in the DC universe. I always appreciate that. Yeah. I always appreciate it too. It warms the, uh, the, the nerd hearts, especially like, I mean, yeah, like you said, if you hear any kind of name, there's odds are that has somebody within it's a writer. It's an artist. Yeah. it's It's someone. It's somebody. It's great. But then, yeah, so then Superman, yeah, he flies in. And then, yeah, like I said, when he hears where they were going. So then, of course, we uh, they're in a warehouse. And then this is where we get our little introduction to the Toy Man. And it is quite. He oh, makes it's creepy. I mean, his introduction <laughs> is creepy. I mean, he walks out of the shadows. And, and you just. I mean, just seriously, in that, in that, in that, and he's just holding the ball. Yeah, he's just kind of, and then he just, oh, do we know who the voice is? Uh, The voice is name of Bud Court. Now, he is a, he is a uh, well established actor. He's in his 70s, but here are some of the films he's appeared in. He was, he's been in uh, Robert Altman's Brewster McCloud. He was in the original MASH movie, which is also a Robert Altman picture. Uh, oh. He was in Heat. He was oh. in 
dogma. <laughs> Coyote ugly and the life. Dogma? He was oh wait, who was he in yeah. dogma? And he was in the life aquatic. Life aquatic. That's yeah, that's okay. With, uh, so dogma, memory. he was uh he was God. He was God. Well, no, go, we all, <laughs> no. okay, there's well, there's God because there's what Atlantis Morissette. Yeah, but there's John Doe Jersey. Oh, 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 yes. He's the at the very beginning when he's walking around and at the uh uh at the beach and want to play ski ball and shit like that. Yeah, oh. that that's who yeah. he is. Ah, okay, that well, you know, no matter who he is, he's got a definite creepy voice that adds to the creepy aesthetic of this character. But yeah, and then he just like going, all right, what is this ball gonna do? And of course, and I love the fact that when he like just bounces the ball and it just keeps on bouncing by itself and higher. Oh my god! And then of course he gets out of there, locks all the guys in there, and then the ball just starts going crazy. And this ball, this ball ain't fucking around, man. No, I called it dodgeball of death. Pretty much, pretty much, because I mean, and the I'll give it to these 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 goons right here. They were like, "Let's get back into the armored truck. We can't get out. It's you know the walls are made of pure steel." But even the ball was fucking up this truck. Jeez, and and, and it's intense. Like it's yes. it's an intense moment there. And you know, and Superman once again, when we talk about how they depowered Superman, you know, for this series, I mean, that ball like smacks him around. Dude, he so. smacks around, and then, but first off, the, he did another Batman thing. He kind of came crashing through that skylight and just kind of like gave a little. I put that as well. I was like uh, Batman entrance because he does come crashing through, kind of like that. Even though he's, you know, he. He doesn't need anything to do that or the cape or anything like that. But, you know, I, there's some there's just some Batman vibes when it comes. To oh, there's episode. one more later on in the episode. Is there? I don't know if I caught that one. Oh, I caught one. I, uh, like, I didn't, like this one didn't do it for me, but there's one at the end that like, uh, oh, like it grabbed me. Nice. So, but yeah, um, the ball just starts smacking him in the face. Like, it's just like and it's make it's just like, uh, uh, like, whoa, like this. This thing's got some like weight to it for sure. But then I love how he just goes. Because <laughs> like oh, he walked, because I love it. Because he like he, you can see that it's that yeah. it's kind of like that scene in Zack Snyder's Justice League where Superman can see something moving fast, yeah. so he's just watching it, and then he just yeah. pops it. Yeah, and just. But yeah, pretty yeah, pretty intense. But again, you know, it's not like Superman was just walking in. Yeah, of course he thinks that oh, I could take all this, but that's just the way that. But then I love the fact that it's like, well, now that that's done, all the guys are in here. Let's just take the truck to the police station and just he even, he even like head. struggles a little bit yeah. to like pick the truck up. I liked that. <laughs> it's good. Uh, so then we get uh, to the police station. We got Lois and Jimmy. Of course, they're already at the scene uh, reporting it. And then um, and then, uh, you know, Jimmy's talking. Jimmy's taking his pictures. And uh, and then, of course, there's uh, someone that mentions the toy man. I was it. Who was it that mentioned the toy man? If I don't think I wrote. That oh, down. it was one of the it was one, one of the, the babbling. It was one of the babbling goons. Oh, that's he, right. Yes. Yeah. Because he got on like the gurney or something. Like yeah. That. And yeah. And exactly. He was just like that whole thing where he's just like, oh, the toy man. And then you got this other dude who's, you know, more contained. And he's just spider. Spider. spider the, that's who spider it was. Yeah. was the one. And yeah. because he's the one because. Lois tries to connect them with Bruno Mannheim and he's like, who? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm my own boss. You're, yeah. yeah. You're crazy. You're crazy. Um, and then of course, when it comes to uh, Bruno Mannheim, we go to Mannheim park and that's where Bruno is. And Clark's already there. And then Jimmy and um, Lois show up to the park. And it's kind of funny because 
you know, she's we get that competitiveness again when it comes to Lois, because she mentions like, uh, you know, trying to put all this together and how like what she heard at the scene. She doesn't share it with Clark. She's like, nope, not going to tell you. Sorry, Smallville kind of thing where it's like now. I love the mm-hmm. fact that now we, I, lo- I love it now. Like now we get to the whole Smallville like yeah. like this is when she in this iteration starts calling him Smallville. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, cool thing to know about Bruno Mannheim. OK. Created by Jack Kirby. Nice. So he's been around. Oh, he's been around. He his first appearance was in Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Okay. Um, it, yeah. Well, here's the thing though, and this will tie in later. Okay. But Bruno Mannheim, being the leader, which they don't mention it here in this episode, but being the leader of Inner Gang, um, was how the Fourth World and Apocalypse was introduced into the comics. So these characters have always been like intertwined from literally the their inception nice. so that, that so it was just kind of cool to know that bruno manheim is a is, is a jack kirby uh creation he's currently the big bad of season three of superman and lois is he okay yes. okay uh, people talk about that too so yeah yeah because i'm like i'm I, when i when it when the the, the name came about i'm like i've seen i've heard the name recently and i think it's probably because of that so there you yeah. go yeah and uh voiced by bruce weiss who bruce weiss. i'm not that familiar with uh but he's made appearances in nypd blue jag mm. the x-files uh he did a long stint on general hospital so he's mm-hmm. kind of one of those like uh, his big thing right. uh was you know we've already established this is a show that you didn't watch i didn't watch it either but he was a uh, he won he was an Emmy Award winning actor on Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues, yeah, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch it either. What did he? It was just one one episode of X Files. Uh, let me double check on that. Yeah, for double you. check that because now I'm like, wait a minute. Yes, one episode. One episode. Okay, okay. I was yeah. thinking of maybe he was somebody else, but I was like, nah, I don't think it's what's his name. But uh, oh, we've talked about. Oh my god, we've talked about him before. Oh, have we? Yeah, he was a voice of Lockup. Oh shit! <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, because I was like wondering because because I was like, why have we talked about Hill Street Blues before? Well, because we talked about this actor. Rock up episode of Batman. There it is. Okay, well that makes sense because yeah, the voice did sound uh, somewhat familiar. It sounded and, familiar. So yes, it did. Going, why do I know this voice? <laughs> and I see the name going. I don't. I don't know that name. Yeah. I, why do I don't know the name? And then I just like, is. oh wait a minute, he was lock up. Okay. Uh. I like it. Uh, so yeah, we're there, and of course he's going to be doing something at this park. Yeah, Clark. Uh, Clark's already there, and then of course we get these toy planes. That's man. Did you get Mask of the Phantasm vibes from those? Things? Oh, of course, oh, of course. Yes, got that. You know, going in and of course shooting them, uh, shooting at everybody, and of course you know everybody gets out of the way. Clark saves um, Bruno's ass by jumping on him, you know, and getting him behind, and not. Uh, you know, make sure he's not getting shot, but it's just, but then it's like, hey, Clark, easy, easy. Don't expose, don't expose. Well, that it's kind of cool there because he tries yeah. to even chase after Bruno even more and Lois yeah. stops him yeah. and quote, saves him because yes. she's the one, not only does she pull him down behind the bench, she actually, if you watch it, she actually jumps on top of him. Yeah, she does. She does. And like, like what do you want to get shot to? What are you crazy? And it's like, 
it's a cool little moment of Clark going, wait a minute. I got to make sure I got to play the part of human. And yeah, so I, I, I did, I did appreciate that whole thing because obviously his first, his first, uh, his first instinct is to just, all right, let me, uh, let me save this guy. Let me run out there and save this guy. It'll be okay. But then, then of course he just uses, you know, some good old, laser vision tilt the sun uh, the which is interesting because this is the first time his heat vision is depicted as lasers because okay. if you go yeah. back and you look at both last show on the krypton part two and part three it was just his eyes would glow and then the thing he was looking at would melt yeah and this is the first time because even jimmy says they just exploded so it's like no one even saw the lasers do you think they just do that for just just to help the audience out like look at that as opposed to because like obviously when he was with uh, jonathan and he bent the the, the pipe or whatever they are like broke it that you could just get the sense of what was happening right there but the sense this is something in the distance and flying around do you think they just were like yeah we got to make it shoot out because that's just gonna look better yeah i that's the feeling i got yeah. from here it almost reminds me and, and this is one of the cool things I enjoy, uh, you know, Superman Returns is a hot mess. But let's talk about <laughs> something that I thought was cool, though, is that the way heat vision was done in that movie, if you remember, it just looked like heat was radiating from his eyes. It wasn't lasers. Yeah. Like, it was more heat vision. So yeah. I, I was wondering about that, too, if are we supposed to see lasers or the lasers just there as like a visual cue to let us know? Oh, heat vision. Yeah. Because I mean, I would imagine so because yeah, like you said, J J Jimmy just kind of goes, yeah, they're just kind of exploded out of nowhere. You would have thought that somebody would have saw like two beams shooting at it. And, and you know, I mean, it, it, I, I think it's just there for, for, for the audience to be like, all right. Yeah. He's, he's shooting at it. So then you know exactly what he's doing. You know, I mean, there's the different interpretations. I mean, look what Zach did with Man of Steel. So that's one of my favorite shots is when they're holding him down. He just like that. I just love that so much. Oh, yeah. So much raw. It's just raw and just and he's angry and stuff like that. I mean, it, it like it hurts, you know, kind of thing, which, it, you know, essentially kind of does, I guess you could say. But but anyways, yeah, so we got that toy planes and everything. And then uh, and then, of course, um and then, of course, they have stupid uh, Bruno Mannheim. He tries to hide in one of those tubes and the, you know, like slides or whatever. And slides just, in the playground. Yeah. 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 Which those are fun. Um, and then, of course, uh, we get like kind of like we started getting like the uh, the backstory from Lois here when it comes to. And they kind of be like basically make him like they, they they label him as emotionally stunted narcissist with paranoid delusions. <laughs> I mean, it's just like there's a laundry list of it. And I love how it cuts to Toy Man. Reading, reading the newspaper with that the, yeah and then it just kind of goes down you see that creepy face i was like oh chef's kiss on that one right there because obviously it's lois that wrote the article so she's just talking and then all of a sudden it gets translated right into the paper and he's reading it and that don't make him happy even though he looks happy oh my god that's i think that's one of the <laughs> creepiest things about toy man is the fact that that face never changes no like it it's that same creepy grin the entire time yeah, even when he and, loses his shit Ugh. oh jeez, this is great but then we get manheim we get bruno on his uh on his yacht or whatever a boat and of course he's paranoid mess talking to his goons saying that you know they need to find the they need to find him and like track him down and then all of a sudden 
It's a big rubber ducky. Just God, <laughs> what is it about this universe of rubber duckies? I mean, I, I mean, of course, I think of Batman Returns, and of then course. I think of you know how they use the duck in for Penguin in the animated series, and it's just like I even love it when Mannheim's like shoot it, and the, guard, <laughs> the guy goes, "But it's a ducky." Yeah, I know it's like it's it doesn't look threatening, but it's very threatening because it starts effing up this boat like crazy just slamming right into it did you get some like uh some of the score reminds you of the batman forever score a little bit i, was I didn't batman hear forever. that but i okay. but now but now i want to go back and watch it again just in case but i wrote I that down and it was right it was during this uh scene right here there was just like something about it that reminded me like of batman forever i know we've been talking about the schumacher cut as of late so it's been on the brain but i don't know i was just like why is familiar about that score right here there's like a certain spot where it just gave me Batman Forever vibes. It, which, which, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Like, what, uh, what, like, uh, uh, I trying to trying to remember now what exactly it is. I see, I can't even like my brain's not working right now. Dent, 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 dent. It's kind of I don't know. I can't explain it. I can't. Okay. It. Maybe we'll have to like go go to it or after we play the clip, but. There was just something that was giving me that. Anyways, but we got Superman that shows up. Of course, he grabs, uh, he uh, he gets to the duck before it takes out Bruno, who's in the water at this point, because um, obviously everything's like going crazy. And then, and then we got, uh, and then we get the toy man. Obviously, when uh, when Bruno is on the surface, we got the another creepy. I mean, this is this is what I like about when it comes to villains like this that use toys for deadly weapons, and he's just got like he's just got. A, a bubble wand bubble wand that's what i was looking for right there and just i saw you struggling I was, I was yeah struggling. yeah yeah you got me. you got you knew what i was getting at right there but um and then he just it's just bubbles of pure knockout gas or whatever and it's just yeah you knew it's just but it's so it's such a creepy thing where he's just got this little guy with the big smile on his face and he's just you know doing that as he's talking of course and that voice of his but yeah of course it's full of gas that knocks him out uh, and then Superman doesn't get there in time because obviously he was taking out the big rubber ducky and then finds like Mannheim's gun. And then the, of course the bubble wand just sitting there, but it's just, I don't know. I'd like, I'd like that. The, the gimmicky stuff when it comes to that. Well, it's like, if you've got a villain who's, who's deal is toys, like be creative with it. And I love the fact that he made, cause the ball was cool. Yeah. And then, you know, the rubber ducky. Okay. We've kind of seen before, but then, you know, a giant bubble wand with a bucket of, you know, his, his toxic, you know, bubble solution. Exactly. And then we got Lois back at her apartment and I'm just going, Lois, you just, you're, you're alone in your apartment. You just got out of the shower. You got, you, 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 you get a knock on the door and then there's just a gift waiting for you. Why are you allowing that to come into your apartment? Don't I mean, you she know? She even by says now? it. She even goes, "Please let this be flowers." <laughs> I know, but it's just like, uh, if I were, I, I, if I were to look down, I'd be like, "Nope, um, calling the police. Get a bomb squad here. I'm um, going out the fire exit. I don't know." But I mean, yeah, she. I mean, obviously, she was talking to Perry on the phone, talking about uh, things that she's found. But yeah, she just got out of the shower. She basically says, "Oh, my dinner is here." Um, and then yeah, you just got this this gift that's just at your doorstep. And then yeah, I like I do like the fact that it's that she says, please let let it be flowers. But nope, it's sparkly 
or was a doll. Princess, what night? night princess night night or something, yeah, princess night night, and then she shoots out this golden speckly stuff and night night Lois, and then Lois wakes up looking almost like that doll, very creepy, very raggedy Ann, you yeah, know, in a giant like, freaking dollhouse. Yes, in a giant giant dollhouse. It's all. I mean, you do a live action version of this. Holy shit. Uh, like I said, it just gives you it gives you jigsaw, gives you jigsaw vibes, this uh, character. And yeah, but yeah, she's she's got the makeup on. She's got a big dress. She's even the dress makes her look like even bigger than she actually is. So that was it was just interesting. I'm just going, oh, man. I mean, and she was in a row before. So ooh, toy man's a little pervy. Anyways, sorry. Had to go there. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, child. I'm a child. He, he He's he, kind he, of a child. Too. Yeah, so, but I'm sure he had fun dressing her up. Anyways, so then we're back at the Daily Planet and Clark's uh, working on his story. But then, you know, he's worried about Lois. Jimmy walks in. They have no idea what's going on. And uh, and then uh, and then this is where we uh, cut back and we get we get a cool little. The back, the, 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 the cross editing on the backstory is this. This, this is what I'm loving about. Yeah, this is what I'm loving about. The anime, what I like about the animated series, how it does stuff like that again, even going from when Lois was explaining, giving him a description of his like mental illness and then cutting to him reading it in the newspaper. I'm just, I, I really like this because, and then he explains it to her with a pop up book, which yes! is great. And then, and all while Clark is learning about, about uh, Winslow Sr. And we see his picture. And then, of course, he starts explaining about this toy maker, just wanted, all he wanted to do is, make toys for kids and then of course he's going through the pages pop-up books but then you know didn't have any money and then this this one dude named bruno Mannheim said oh yeah i'll definitely uh fund uh for that but of course he had other reasons for it yeah it was a numbers racket it was a yes. front for a numbers racket and then you know that in you know who ends up in jail but the poor you know toy maker yeah and and it's oh, a great backstory, but yeah, like it just, it's just, it's just bouncing back and forth between Clark and Jimmy at the planet and toy man and Lois at his hideout. But, and you're just getting the, you're getting the story. I think it's interesting. It's like the parts of the story that would be more emotional. Mm -hmm. You're getting, you know, you're getting the toy man, Lois version. And the one where you're getting more sort of like this straight up information you're getting from Clark and Jimmy. Yeah. So you're getting two different, yeah, and that's and it works because then you're getting the entire thing lickety split. I mean, obviously we got 22 minutes, so they're doing a good job of just ma making a flow. And then just to add to it, you're like, oh, okay, so then we just gotta try to find where the father is. Oh wait, there's an obituary, so the father is no longer living. So that's even more so of why Junior Julia is a little more pissed at Mr. Manheim. Well, and also the fact they end up in the foster system, and that then yeah. that line of bounced around from foster home to foster home like the toy nobody wanted ah, that one hits hard good line great line that one hits you right in the feels right there and you almost go like all right let me see why you're a little deranged here i mean 
uh, it's certain all makes sense at least, you know, when it comes to this. <laughs> you know, so, but, uh, and then of course, um, we got Mannheim who was in the warehouse where of course his big doll house is and everything. Um, and then we got, he's like on, you know, strings, like a puppet wearing like a, you know, a, a jail suit of the, the black and white stripe, uh, uniform that, you know, you've seen in old movies and whatever the heck. And, uh, and then of course we get a firing squad. This gets dark right here. You get this. Well, like, you, and you get, and you get like nutcracker soldiers yes. that kind of gave me like Christmas with the Joker vibes a little bit yeah and then and, he blindfolds him and everything it's like this dude must have been shitting his pants <laughs> like he's about to get blown away in a, a good old firing squad right here um and then uh but then you know lois she does a good job of like hey you know she she gets she 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 gets the job done right here so good on lois to 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 save to save them at least so yeah because she hits one of them and they all like tumble like dominoes and domino effect right there and then of course this is where the toy man starts losing his shit and again it's funny because you're hearing his voice goes up like a couple octaves too like it gets high and <laughs> kind of thing and you're just seeing that that smiley face that you see right behind right there oh, and, it's and it's also the fact that like it's got like a shiny little spot so it's like you know that's like this plastic ceramic mask and there's just something un it's unnatural and unreal about it that just makes it creepy it does make it creepy and then of course we get superman he's gonna show up and uh you know some craziness happens and this is where we're gonna watch our clip because this is where you know some of that dopey dough that you see right here in the the thumbnail comes into play and it's pretty interesting stuff first off and then the way superman you know gets rid of it is also pretty cool so here we go Here's something you can't break. What the hell? Very funny. Toy. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And then, uh-oh. <laughs> and it moves like Clayface. It's just, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you get that sound. Did you? Ha you had to do the sound, didn't you? Of course, yeah, yeah. I had to do the sound. You hear that sound? Ugh. But it's also like green and like it's like Slimer green. It's yeah, it is. No, don't touch it. Don't touch what can it. I do? Get back. Find something to hide behind. Hurry! I love the fact that he immediately already has a plan. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to spin around really, really fast. Why not make a little tornado? Which is interesting because instead of sucking stuff in, he's, you pushing know, it all, yeah. pushing it all out. Yeah. Destroying all the toys, too, which is not going to make him happy. Look hey, Lois, get behind something. Oh. Yeah, we don't care about this guy. Oh. Know that was... <laughs> <laughs> look at that <laughs> the way he screams right there it's so funny oh yeah good job on his tippy toes and then that falls right there and i love that <laughs> Ta -da! and then she's like oh my god you think you got me but i still get a free game oh he has a backup plan folks and of course what is it Giant the bombs. <laughs> there, there it is. Look oh, the okay, okay, yes. There it is. Okay, yes, I did see that, and I, I just didn't write it down. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Using the cape like that, yes. Look, that's totally like, a Batman shot oh, right yeah. there. Oh yeah. yeah, totally a Batman thing right there. Love it. Get out! Get out! And he's <laughs> I love Batman. <laughs> I'm holding one. Get out! Get out! And boom. Ooh, Once again, we get beautiful. They gotta go explosions. faster there, bud. 
Don't worry, these are fake animals right here. No animals. Yeah, did harm. you notice? I noticed yeah. that. It's like I was like, wait, those aren't real, right? No, they're not. They're not. So we're all. It's all good. It's all good. So yeah. I know. I was like, wait a minute, those aren't real. No, nah, they're not. And they got they got destroyed. Hopefully they weren't real. No, no uh, horses or cattle were. No animated harmed. horses were harmed in the making of this cartoon. Exactly. Exactly. They're fine. Those 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 horses are fine. Um. Yeah, so he gets uh, gets away, and then of course we cut to Lois just kind of chilling there. Police is all there, and then Clark's there, hands her like a coffee or a whatever. And uh, yeah, basically they all just kind of think like, "Oh yeah, well." And I think even um, Manheim just goes like, "Was it Manheim that says like?" Yeah, Manheim's like, "That's one funeral I won't, you know." Yeah, that he wants to attend, and then all of a sudden one of the cops goes, "Well, I don't know about that because we didn't find a body." And then of course, what do they find? Just the face like the creepy mask face yeah a bag just still smiling like it is and then that's it hey by the way cool voice cameo from the cop who kevin michael richardson kev michael why does that sound familiar (laughs) because you've heard that man's voice i mean he's he's one of those he's one of those voices the biggest thing i know he did is the cartoon series the batman yeah he was Rastafar Joker. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was rewatching. I, I, well, I've been rewatching it. Just put him on like when I'm working and stuff like that. So, okay. So it's that guy. And I'm like trying to put a face on him. Cause I think I looked him up when I started. Oh, watching he's this yeah. Big old black guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I'm trying to put a face on him. I'll, I'll have to look at it after we're done. But um, yeah, yeah. So he's like been around and. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. And, and Andrea Romano loves to use him. And he's 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 just he's 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 one of those voice acting royalty. Like, it's just like, you know, even if you don't know who he is, it's like, oh, you've you've heard his voice. Yeah, you've heard that voice. And yeah, he's a great joker, too, by the way. Um, But yeah, so we have that. And then it just ends like that. Just a creepy way to end a creepy episode of Superman animated series. Just like showing that face broken in a bag in a police evidence bag and then just there you go so toy man shall he return oh well yeah yeah <laughs> of course yeah that's that's why they left it open like that that's that's yeah this is what we talk about here folks of course let's try to make it suspenseful did it work probably not no. um but yeah no no but uh yeah there you go i mean it's a it's, it's a, really a good episode. It's, it's a, a good episode. It's a good episode. It's a good villain. It's got a lot of cool little, you know, like I said, just, 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 it's just the whole villain aesthetic and the, the toys that he utilizes. And the fact that we have Superman still learning to be Superman, co- overly confident in some regards. And then forgetting that, Oh, I got to play the Clark Kent uh, persona as well. So do like that little mix when it comes to, when it comes to Clark, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great episode. It's a great episode. Yeah. Anything else to add to it? No, they we yeah, hit we everything right through that one, huh? Oh yeah, I mean, because it's so good. Yeah, and, and also because I, and because it kind of we we had a few episodes like this with Batman the Animated Series, yeah. but you know, a lot of action. So you know, talking about it, you know, moves quickly. Yeah, because you know, we're not breaking a, down serious moments or something like that. Right. right. It's more like, oh, here's a big action piece. Yeah, there's a lot of action in this. A lot of action in this. So, uh, what do we have next week? Ooh, uh, a favorite of mine. Okay. Um, a little piece of home. 
little piece of home. I think I remember this one again. It's going to be one of those when I put it on. Oh, yeah, this one, because, yeah, that's starting to ring a little bit of, of a bell. Well, there's something important that gets introduced in this episode. Is it? Oh, fuck. What is it? Or well, think we about look? the title. A little piece of homes. Oh, yeah. Crypt kryptonite. Yes, it's the yeah. introduction yeah. of kryptonite. Yeah. Yes. I was like, wait a minute. Duh. All right, so yes, I do remember this episode. Yes, very much so, and that'll be a good one to talk about. So uh, yeah, watch that next week, and uh, or watch that this week, I should say, and then be right back here at the same super channel, same super time. <laughs> I can't really, can't really say bat time, bat channel anymore, but you get what I'm saying. But yeah, we're going to talk about that one, little piece of home next week. We'll be right back here at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go ahead and send us off. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. Our latest episode is another episode of Man of Steel, scene by scene, where Laura watches the destruction of Krypton. Ooh, such a great, uh, that, that whole shot. Make a better world than ours, Cat. Oh, God. It's just so good. And just, and the music, the Zimmer score. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, how like quiet it kind of gets. Oh, we talk about all of that. Oh, just, I mean, yeah. Zach just knew exactly how to show that so, so perfectly and just the way that was. And then, and then all of a sudden when the, 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 the Hans Zimmer score just kicks in as the freaking ship is headed right towards um, the ground, which we don't see. It just cuts right to, which I love, which it was going to crash, not land, not like in Superman. The, Man, anime. the animated series, right. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, smash that like, thumbs up, uh, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, do all that. We love you. Thank you for spending some time with us talking Superman, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. See you guys uh, tomorrow for Film Junkie Live at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Talk to you later. <laughs>